0: Welcome to Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi. A passionate and relentless pursuit of exploring how individuals use good judgment in everyday life, both in their personal and professional lives. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi. Africa's entrepreneurship rate is the highest in the world. According to the African Development Bank, 22 percent of Africa's working age population segment are starting their own businesses. So our hope as a continent and beyond, we can share wisdom with each other and inspire each other to expand the entrepreneurship sector that creates new products and services required in this fourth industrial revolution to absorb the 122 million new jobs that Africa needs by 2022. For this episode, I want to share just three wisdoms that I have learned about being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur, in my definition, is a person who assumes the risk of starting a new business venture to produce goods or services for profit. I am aware that there are people that get their knickers in a twist attempting to change the academic definition of what an entrepreneur is. Looking down at entrepreneurs who do not have a certain number of full-time employees take much pleasure in pointing out who is self-employed and who should not be called an entrepreneur. Really. COVID-19 and the technological advances of the 21st century are surely challenging such antiquated ideas, let alone the dictionary. Moving on to wisdom that matters. The lessons I will share here are more relevant for startup businesses. Though I must say after 12 years in business and encountering businesses along the way that have been around longer than mine, getting back to the basics may not be a bad idea. I hope you will find some useful nuggets to reflect upon or incorporate into your journey as an entrepreneur or to understand those that are entrepreneurs better. So, lesson number one, have a personal vision for your life. Do not work just on your company's vision. This will be important as you spend time in the business. When times are hard, You will be tested. If you do not know where you want to go as a human being and what you stand for, you'll be swayed by anything and everything. You need to be able to live with yourself when the lights are off and when you are the only one that can hear your inner voice and thoughts. Do not do things that you will regret. Life is too short for regrets. When things are tough, that is when your true character and values come out. Make sure that you like the person you are and have become when you draw your last breath. That is why the personal vision is important. It helps you to filter your choices and decisions along the way to the real end game. Most importantly, share your personal vision with your spouse or your partner and children as well. In my coaching practice, I usually recommend that you work on your life vision and share it with your partner before marriage. However, if you have not, it is especially important to let your loved ones in and have them understand and support your vision. Starting a business venture is more than just income for your family. It can become your baby, demanding your attention, time, energy, and resources. Having your loved ones understand what drives you and your motivations not only helps you not to travel this challenging journey on your own, it gives your loved ones an opportunity to buy into your vision and to support you through it. We spend so much of our energies as entrepreneurs getting strangers, our employees, our clients, our suppliers to understand our company's visions. Yet we do not do the same for the people that share our lives, to give them the privilege of helping us to achieve our personal visions. My personal vision is to live with passion, integrity and in ecstasy so that every day can be the last with no regrets and no fear. The vision of my company, Busara Leadership Partner, is the most sought after strategic advisory and consulting firm to facilitate the development and effectiveness of leaders. If you ask me which vision is most important, it is my personal vision. As much as my ego will love Busari Leadership Partners to be the most sought after strategic advisory firm to facilitate the development and effectiveness of leaders as reflected in revenue, global reach, and the quality of clients, it is not at any cost. There have been many a times when I have not changed a proposal to please the client when I know for certain that what they want me to do will not be effective, that they will not achieve their stated desired goals, even though our bank account would be happier for it. It is damaging to the consulting industry when we chase money at any cost, show no spine, and have no respect for our own expertise. I have loved this quote from the moment I first read it. It says, what most people need to learn in life is to love people and use things instead of using people and loving things, by Zelda Fitzgerald. In some instances the money we make is not always a true reflection of how effective we are, how great or indicative of the value we add, particularly to humankind. Lesson number two, cash is queen. It is the lifeblood of a business. Cash is the money you receive when a client pays you and when you pay for expenses. It is not the number of clients and customers you have who have not paid yet. Many businesses have gone under due to non-paying clients. It is rare that one gets revenue that exceeds one's cost in the first year of business, but it is not to say it cannot be done. Cash flow is not a theory, it is a reality. Cash flow is essentially the movement of money into and out of your business. It is the cycle of cash inflows and cash outflows that determine your business's solvency. As an NBA student, we heard about cash flow in accounting and in entrepreneurship. We used to roll our eyes the way our lecturers emphasized its importance. You know the phrase, you may even be able to define it, and then you experience it. I do not think you can really be prepared for the experience. For some of us that began our businesses during the economic downturn of 2009, it was a softer landing in a sense because the entire world was going through a crunch. During a recession, you do not only consider long sales cycles and seasonality, but you must consider your target markets ones as well. Then look for gaps that you may not have seen. Each potential client who enters your business pipeline has a tremendous potential value to you. But until the money is in your bank account, they represent a cost. As a startup, it is not always possible to have cash inflows that exceed cash outflows. A critical skill for an entrepreneur needs to have is cash management. You can insource or outsource bookkeeping or accounting services, But as cash is the primary asset to pay your obligations on a regular basis, it is best to have some basic knowledge and control of the function. I am aware of businesses that do not prioritize their tax liabilities, where now they owe millions to SARS. It is an offense in law to not fulfill your tax obligations. It is compulsory for any business in South Africa to register for VAT if the income earned in any consecutive 12-month period exceeded or is likely to exceed one million. The other mistake entrepreneurs can also make is to use the VAT charged by their businesses as part of their cash flows. That money does not belong to the business. It is the money you are collecting on behalf of SARS. Lesson number three, if you do not want to travel the entrepreneurship journey on your own, then choosing the right partner or partners is 95% of the work. This quote by Guy Kawasaki captures the sentiment perfectly. It says, successful companies are started and made successful by at least two and usually more soulmates." It is particularly important that you share similar values and definitions of those values, work ethic, and have complementary management skills and styles, and believe in conflict resolution, which will be needed at some point without believing that conflict is the end of the relationship. Constructive conflict is positive and creative. Always focus on the issue. Do not try to play the person. Aim to protect relationships rather than always being right. If you prefer not to have partners in the business, but work with other firms as associates, as my company, Bussara Leadership Partners does, the same principles of having similar values and work ethics applies. The age of islands is fast disappearing. During the boom times, there's usually money flowing everywhere. During lean times, we need to be smart in working with and through alliances. Ethics are crucial. Break the golden rule, you will be burnt, if not now, somewhere down the line. Being unethical is not a sustainable strategy to build a business. Small companies need to work together and to sell and promote each other's businesses. Work out referral fees where necessary. But fencing yourself off and hoping to make it solely on your own will not get you far. Even big corporates have entered the age of competition where they find areas of synergies with their competitors and work together to ensure their survival and growth. These are some of the wisdoms that I have learned in my 12 years as an entrepreneur. I would love to hear your thoughts on these three lessons but also share your wisdoms so we may all be enriched. Share your thoughts in the comments below the video. Also, I would love to hear about other wisdoms you would be interested in hearing about on any topic that is of interest to you. Until next time, thank you for making time for this episode of Wisdom Personified, Conversations with Dudum Somi. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Somi. Please also like, follow, and subscribe to our channel and share the wisdom with your friends. I would love it if you could rate and review as well. Wisdom Personified Conversations with Dudum Swami is also available on YouTube, Facebook Watch, Apple, and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Enjoy the wisdom journey.